1: back. Welcome to Loving That Sports Talk with your host, James Loving. If you're looking for a fast-paced show that covers football and so much more, this is the place to be. Now, here's your host, formerly of the Philadelphia Eagles, James Loving.
2: This is James Loving, host of Loving That Sports Talk, and I got my main man, co-host, TJ Terry Jack. You that there, Terry? I'm here, love. How you doing? Always a pleasure to have you, you know, call in, you know, I know you're always so busy, but hey, we gotta do the show right there.
3: Gotta do the show, boss.
2: <laughs> well, Terry, before we jump into the NFL draft that's gonna happen tomorrow, uh, um, I kinda mm-hmm. a little, um disappointed with what I seen on TV the other day. I was watching the Lakers play Oklahoma mm-hmm. under the, um NBA basketball game and Metal piece, how do you say that? World metal piece. Yeah, man. Test be... to an elbow. What is the world <laughs> of sports coming to when you know the game's starting to get so violent, Terry?
3: Look, did you see his face when he threw that elbow? You,
2: you know, I mean, it's it just it, un, it showed
3: it in full motion. But did you see his face? Yeah, I did. He looked. He did not look like. I mean, look possessed in a sense. You know, and I think that's what took over. I mean, he knew James Harden was there. He could feel James Harden on his back. And he just came back with that left elbow and caught him right in the neck. I mean, there's just no, no reason for that. There's no place for that in sports. Not
2: basketball. The argument they were saying was, well, you know, I thought he should be suspended for the whole year, Terry. You know, yeah. just kick him off. Well, everybody talking about, the, you know, he was in the heat of the moment. He was all, you know, energized the
3: game. But there's no place for that, Terry. Do you agree? Yeah. I can't hear you it was kind of cutting out a little bit, love, but, yeah, he should have been suspended. There's no place for that. Uh, there's no explanation for it. Um, he couldn't give an explanation for it. I mean, I guess you can apologize and move on, but um, I, I don't even know why. I mean, he's the one that made the basket. So where's that anger coming from? Where's that, that, that meanness coming from that he has this elbow of James Harden like that? I don't get it.
2: Well, my question to you, Terry, is, is do you think uh, when these athletes, because, um, you know, now the game is, uh, you know, you see a lot of players fighting. You see a lot, you know, trying to hurt each other. A little bounty with the New Orleans Saints, you know. What is the game starting to come to? Is it like, you know, is it more violent than, you know, more than having fun with the game now?
3: What it's starting to come to is win at whatever cost. You know,
2: that's that's what it is. I mean, <laughs> when you're <clears throat>
3: excuse me, when you're interjecting
0: uh, physical play
3: into a sport that, that uh,
0: get it's
3: not boxing, it's not UFC <laughs> fighting or anything like that. Um, what else could it be? I mean it's one at it all costs. Um it'll be interesting to see how they can um find these players or suspend these players for football plays. Uh, how are they gonna say that this play that this guy made was because of the bounty or, you know what I mean? Uh, if if a guy goes and he plays a clean game, how are you going to pick out what film and say, oh, well, this was against this guy and you meant to do this to him? You know, and that's going to be very interesting. I, I think that the league should be really careful when they, uh, when they start suspending or fining players and um, saying that this play was, was dirty play and, and,
2: and was a result of the bounty. <clears throat> well, Terry, I'm going to put you on the spot. Yeah, you don't mind, do you? No, I don't mind. Put, you always put me on the spot. Well, I you Terry always put me on the spot. Love That's on the spot. no different. Isn't that no what difference. people go to see hockey games? What's the first I'm thing you say when you go I'm to hockey go All the, oh, the fights. Isn't that what people want to see? Sure. That's what I want to see when I watch hockey. I don't understand what's anything wrong with, about. Well, hockey what's wrong play? with the NBA with them getting in the fight, or you see a hard foul, or you see, you know, what's wrong with that there? I you know, like, I what's right, I with
3: you know. right
0: with
3: it, bro? I mean, a hard foul is one thing, but when you when you go up and you make unnecessary contact and you try to injure somebody, that's no different than a fight at a hockey game. Yeah, but but, but
2: still, isn't that what?
3: I don't want to go see fights when I go to a basketball game. No, I don't want to see no punching and, and, and kicking and stuff. I come to see a basketball game. If I want to watch that, I'll go watch boxing in the UFC. That, that doesn't make the game fun or interesting for me. I mean, you know, what I want to see is two star players going at each other, offensively and defensively, one player trying to stop another. Um, that's what I want to see. I don't want to see my basketball team engage into physical altercation with another player on another team. And then have the benches cleared. It stops play. It's not it's not what you can't it's not the sport. I don't want to see yeah. a bench clearing ball in baseball. When a pitcher hits a hits a guy and, and uh and then everybody clears the bench and they start fighting. Really? No, that's not what I want to see when I go to a baseball game. Well, hockey. The reason I say that about hockey because I'm not necessarily a big hockey fan. You know, um, the only thing interesting in hockey to me is (laughs) I mean I'm not down in hockey at all. I'm
2: just not a fan. (laughs) But so let's not get me wrong. I, I mean, even hockey now. You see the uh, when the Coyotes, Phoenix County, were playing a basketball, and the one player went, and, you know, hit the guy in the air, He had to spend for twenty five games. Well, even they crack down on this. What is wrong with basketball where you let a, uh, a gentleman do that to another man that could have put him off for the rest of his career?
0: Yeah, I know. Um,
3: he he could have done some damage to it, You know, I mean, it's the the sport's not set up for that. They don't have pads on. They don't have helmets on or anything like that, you know, and um, in any sport, contact to the head and face, you know, other than boxing or, or, or UFC fighting, is illegal. You just can't do it, and you shouldn't do it. You shouldn't want to do it. That's the thing.
2: I mean, well, you just, you, know, you, when you look somebody. Himself. I mean... Yeah. One year he was spending for 101 one game, you know, running the stands and fighting. And, uh, another game he was spending for 13 games. I mean, the history of that shit, I already told you. Just suspending him for the rest of the, you know his career, I would have did.
3: Love, I can't hear you too
2: good. You're kind of cutting out on me. Because your background. But can you hear me now? A little bit, yeah. But I In mean, with his career, you know, I mean, the past history of it, you know, he says we spend it for the rest of his career. Done with basketball. You agree with that?
3: Well, this is his second altercation. I mean, this. Well, I, I shouldn't say that. This is. This is. Um. I mean, the last time he went up in the stands, I think when he was with Indiana. And they had uh, they had an altercation with some fans and stuff like that. Um, I guess so. You can't compare that to this, but when you, when you physically assault. Uh, another player on a basketball team during the middle of a game. Mm -hmm. Granted, it wasn't with his fist, but it was with his elbow, which is probably a lot worse than his fist. Um, And you you swing with the momentum and the the force that he did and make contact with him, and then you look at his face, it's almost like he meant to do it. Do I think seven games is enough? Absolutely not. I mean, he probably could have, yeah, he could have been done for the rest of the year and probably some next year, because this isn't taking any money out of his pocket. You know? Right. So, I mean, I've never necessarily been an Artest fan, but yeah. I'm definitely not against Artest either.
2: But um there's just, that, that that's just uncalled for. I mean, you hear that they said that the Lakers was trying to make a statement. What kind of statement that they' trying to make, oh they want to get pushed over? No
3: well, that's just what that's kind of just that's just bull that that's not true. I don't believe that for nothing in the world. The Lakers are the Lakers they are who they are uh, were they trying to be somebody that they're not and making a statement I mean that's what that tells me that if, if they say, well, the Lakers were trying to make a statement, that means to me that the Lakers are trying to be somebody they're not
2: everybody knows who the Lakers are. What
3: kind of statement could they possibly be making?
2: No, I mean, you're looking at about they want to get pushed over. I mean, push, that's a different being pushed over, you know, going to fight for rebound like that, but that was late now, he's trying to hurt him, man. You know what, I can
3: understand that if Falcasol would have did it, <laughs> because he's been accused of being a little soft, but Ron Artest, I, it
2: makes no sense, you know. That, why, would that, you, uh, why would you that say Pau Gasol would do it Ron I'm sorry. Well, Paul Gasol could do it, but Ron Artest couldn't do it.
3: No, what you're saying that they were making a statement.
2: They, somebody said that they were trying to
3: make a statement that they weren't going to be pushed around, and and I said that everybody knows who the Lakers are, and you said something to the fact that they, that they weren't going to be soft. You yep. know, well, who's been accused of being soft? Not Ron Artest. Paul Gasol is the one that's been accused of being soft. So when I said. It was that I could understand if Al Casale would have done it, then I could say, okay, well, maybe they're trying to make a statement, but not Ron Artest. I'm not saying anybody should have did it, but to that, you know, to the answer to that question that they were trying to make a statement, that makes no sense to me if Ron Artest is the one doing the assaulting.
2: <clears throat> you Do you, you agree with I'm the seven days? I mean, you know they were going to spend for the rest of his group, I mean, for the season, but... I mean, days you think. he at least got 10 days at least. I think he should have been done for the rest of the year. I don't think
3: he should have been allowed to be in the playoffs. Um And I think they should have taken some games from him next year if he's even there. I mean, he's hurt absolutely none by by getting suspended right now for sub days. There is no, no heard, damage done to Ron Archer. I hurt his team. Yeah, the, by the Lakers. But I think they can make up for him. I think he's easily made up for,
2: you know? I mean, it's it's the same thing that, you know, you look at the Saints when they had this bounty. You know, they have to really hurt players, take off their knees and, you know, hit them ahead. Every team going through this strategy?
3: I don't know. I don't know if they are or not. I think that there's probably some sort of bounty or some sort of and I don't want to say bounty because that's, that's such a hard word. But love, when you played football, I mean, when you played football when it was real, not NFL, not college, but high school and 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 little league football. And you had coaches that talked real to you. <laughs> I want you to go out there and hurt that guy. You know. Now, what kind of damage are you going to do, really? Probably not much because you don't even really know how to play dirty, then. So this isn't something that you know, Coach. Well, this guy is a great athlete. We gotta make, we gotta hit him so hard that he doesn't want to play. It's more or less on those kinds of lines. Um, when I played football, I, I I wouldn't run away from anybody. I wanted to run them over because I wanted them to know what you're gonna feel when you tackle. Okay, that way. Once they felt that, that, it wasn't pleasant for them that they wouldn't want to tackle me anymore. Now, one could say, when you see me, I should be veering away from someone to run away from them, and I could. And I'm veering toward them. <laughs> Am I putting them on a bounty? No, not in my mind. My mind is, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to punish you. I'm going to make you feel some pain so that you don't want to come after me. It makes my life easier later on in the third and fourth quarter. You know, when I when I get into the backfield, love to hit deep at the back and safety.
2: Let me ask you this: You said that you want to hit when you was hitting and playing safety. Were you looking to put that guy out, the receiver and the running back?
3: No, no. When when what I'm saying is, when I was running the ball, mm-hmm. and those guys, when I get in the backfield, those guys would come to tackle me. I wouldn't run away from. Them. I would not want to run them open. <laughs> the DBs and safety. Now, was I looking to take them out of the game? No. That, that never crossed my mind. Did I hit people hard enough to get taken out of the game? Yeah, there was time. I, I, I broke a guy's ankle by pure accident. Um, had a bad technique. I was on the kickoff team and picked the guy up, and, you know, my momentum carried me over, and he was on his back and his leg was under him. Um Poor guy, Matt, uh, Matt Moore was his name. He was a sophomore and I think that was a freshman or junior or something and um, that poor guy hated me he hated me throughout and then we had josh G class together and I never knew him you know I never knew Matt and you know until so we got into high school I never knew the guy that I'd heard which was Matt and we never you know met or hung hung around each other well we got into uh in the swimming class, love this is funny, and I wasn't a very good swimmer. So me and another guy, Lee uh, Sadoff, and and Matt, they were the same age, a year ahead of me, and we called each other fish because none of us could swim very good. So <laughs> that was the joke. <laughs> but uh, before and and, and he, what a great guy he is, you know. And he found out I was a pretty decent guy too. I didn't mean to break his foot, but I kind of ruined his career in, in sports. Um, so, no, I mean, it's just it's it's a sad thing. And, and injuries are always going to be a part of the game. It is something that you hope never happens to you. But, I mean, when it does happen, there's nothing that you can really do about it. You know, I mean, it's it's, it's a freak of nature. You know that. Um, but you don't go out and try to physically injure somebody, no. I mean, there's a lot of things that go through your mind. You know, when I would get the ball and I'm going through the line, sometimes my own guy would be in the way. I would run him over, too. You know, I'm telling him, look, dude, you got to get, get somebody off the ball. You got to boom. Because I'm coming through that hole and I'm not stopping. But was I trying to hurt my own guy? No, absolutely not. But if he was going to be there in the hole, I'm going to try and make a hole. So I, I just have a hard time with this bounty thing and, you know, and them trying to necessarily make someone responsible for it. I mean, the coaches are already, but, I mean, if there's some clear cut evidence of a guy who you know, went out and and, and try and went at somebody's knees or, you know, launched at somebody's helmet, quarterback or something? Absolutely. If you can say that it's connected,
2: by all means do it up. But I just think it's
3: more difficult.
2: Well you know what Terry, I'm glad you said the coaches and all that response. We're gonna take a break. When we come back I got a question. Um that we're gonna talk about uh, the coaches, when are they gonna be um well uh, what word I'm looking for? Um well, they when they sign these college players, they want them, you know, to be committed to the program. But these coaches, I end up taking off and taking other jobs and leaving these kids. So when are they going to be, you know, committed, you know, and be, you know, responsible? So I'll talk about that when we come back for our break. This is Jamie Levin co-host T Jackson breaking people's ankle when, when he was playing. <laughs> be right back. <laughs>
0: your internet flagship station for
1: sports, Voice America Sports. Play ball. If you're looking to talk baseball, even in the offseason, look no further than the King's Corner. Talking baseball with former World Series champion Jim Lairitz. Jim's known for a rather controversial stance during his show. He's brutally honest and ready to talk with current and former players, owners, and other key figures to bring you baseball from an insider's view. You won't want to miss a single episode. The King's Corner, Talking Baseball with Jim Leyritz is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Ready for in-your-face sports? Do you feel the need for speed? Whatever your addiction, NASCAR, IndyCar, NHRA, Formula One, or even lawnmower racing, Pit Pass USA has got you covered. Larry Henry here, host of Pit Pass USA. I put my 30-plus years of being a motorsports broadcaster to work to bring you not only the best guests, but also the most interesting guests in racing. Pit Pass USA with Larry Henry, your front row seat to the world of racing. Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Channel. Be there or get a DNF. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to Talk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. James Loving, host of Loving That Sports Talk with TJ, co-host. You there,
2: Terry? Jeff?
3: I'm here, love.
2: Let's start calling you Breaking Angel Jackson. How's that sound? <laughs> no, that was
3: accidental. <laughs>
2: yeah, accidental breaking, you know. man. But Terry, before we went to break, you know, uh, Arkansas had fired that coach, uh, Pellini, because you know off, the, you know off the field stuff, and they just hired John L. Smith. You know, I, John L. Smith actually coached me my first year at Wyoming. Great coach, great guy. But you know, these coaches are getting these jobs, they're going to these, um programs and they're recruiting these players. If, if I had a coach to come in and recruit me and he say he's gonna be there and he'll be my coach, I want him to be there. Then next thing you know, he'd take off in the middle of the night and another job. Where do that leave the, the this young kid that thinking he's gonna play for these coaches? One of these coaches gonna be credible as fantasy program, you know, because you, these kids are trusting you, right there?
3: Yeah, they are. You know, and I was watching, uh, um inside the NBA last night, and, and this came up. It's not only in college. <clears throat> they're doing it in, in professional sports as well. Um, there is no loyalty, and it's all about money. Um, you know, our, our athletes, our, our professional athletes are paid, you know, ungodly amount of money to do something that, that is fun and enjoyable and that they love to do and they've been doing since they were a kid. But that seems to be what it's all about. I mean that's almost a way out. So when push comes to shove, love. If uh if this kid, if I'm a kid and and I can run a four two or a four three forty, and I've got you know six I'm um, six foot two six foot three, and I'm gonna make a heck of a wide receiver uh somewhere in college, and and I'm looking for a way out, and I'm gonna go to the NFL. I don't care what coach is there, okay? Um, but it's easier to say. Now that I'm, you know, as old as I am, but for these young kids, uh, they go and they visit these kids and then they meet their parents and they put on this spiel and say, hey, I'm going to take care of your kid, you know, get your kid to come to my school, this is what we offer, this is what we're going to do, um, and then they jump up and take another job, yeah, I, I think that's kind of, you know, it's kind of something else, but again, it's it's a business, it's a business in college, it's a business in the pros.
2: You know, and it's sad, but it is. So you're saying as a business, what the coach is doing, well, college is not making money for the the um, the athletes, the students not getting paid. But is is that why these students these students are taking money and they say, hey, coaches can do what they want to do, take off and leave. us. hey, we gotta get something out of it too. Do you see that attitude in these kids?
3: I do. It's 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 no different than a kid growing up in poverty. Uh, and, and, says, well, i I need to make some quick money. Uh, my mom can't find no job. I'm a single parent or, or whatever. Don't have to be a single parent. My dad's an alcoholic. House ain't getting taken care of. I, you know, we got bills. We walk into school with holes in our shoes. I don't go sell dope. Why are they doing it? Because they enjoy it or because for the money? I mean, it's, a, it's all about the money dollar it seems.
2: That don't make it right. You know? Yeah, I mean you see and that's a good point you just made. I see, you know, so many kids getting caught up in cars and selling dope and all like that. And I'm like, Why? You've already going to NFL, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. just extra month. Go ahead, Terry. You you know a lot about that. Why are these kids going to do that?
3: You know, I, I don't know, uh and I don't I don't wanna say I know a lot about it, but I mean it's just it's just common sense to me. I mean, these kids are not stupid by any means and you know, they're they're getting to the point to where this generation of kids is. You know what? I'm not necessarily gonna gonna work as hard as I can work. You know, for you until you you owe me something. You 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 give me and then I'll give you. In my opinion, that's what that's what this generation seems to be. My kids included, I include my kids on that. Um, but that's the way it is. So if they're not Feeling that they're receiving anything, how much effort are they going to give? You know, I mean that that that's a whole nother another ball game. But these kids are not dumb, and and they're not gonna they're not gonna do anything for free. Of course, they're going to take money if somebody offers it to them. You tell me a kid now is going to say, oh no, according to the NCAA rules, uh, that's illegal. I probably shouldn't do that.
0: Take this five hundred
3: dollars and go out and have a good time. Go buy you a nice suit. Go buy you some new knives. You know, go get a nice watch or something.
2: Of course they're going to do that. Because they're not going well, to get caught. Well, hell, Terry, an adult would do that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> a <doe>. adult? <laughs> Shoot. You know, not to put it out there, but, you know, a dog would take that, won't they? Am I right?
3: Right. The temptation is just too strong. And,
2: it you is. Know, I mean, the, look at, you know, the parent, Cam Newton's father. They were saying that um, he told the school, you know, my son to come there, he'll give me this amount of money. I believe that, you know, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. these parents are like saying, we ain't got no money. You want my kid to come in and you're going to use him, you know, you're going to pay us for that. Right.
3: Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah,
2: there, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, if you get shot, there's something wrong with it.
3: Well, you know? it's, it's, it's illegal. You know, I mean, you can have your views on prostitution too and say, well, there ain't nothing wrong with it. Well, it's illegal. <laughs> Um, it's 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 the same it's, kind it's, of thing. Uh, <laughs> it's a friend, you know, right? <laughs> is, is is there is there anything wrong wrong with it, or is it a morally wrong thing? See what I'm saying? In um, in our society, what's wrong is what people think is wrong. <laughs> you know?
2: So, yeah, yeah, but you saying it's a business. The coaches can just take off and go to another school. That's wrong, right?
3: Well, I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm saying it's the business. Well, these coaches get paid a lot of money. I mean, these coaches are making over five and six hundred thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. Some of them.
2: If somebody offers them eight or nine
3: hundred thousand <laughs> dollars,
2: you think they're not going to take it? And that plus, that's a bigger program, you know, where you're always on TV and... Absolutely. You
3: know. Absolutely. More notoriety. I mean, it's, it's a money thing. TV is a money thing. You know, Um this,
2: this Big Ten and the... You know, and, and all of that. I mean he's it it's it's all about money as far as I'm concerned. But well, as a as a parent, okay, you look at the kid, the kid really don't know, he's young all happy, but as a parent, when you feel, you know, that you was, you know, lied to, as I could say, you know, because like you say, these coaches come, they sit in your house and tell what you you know, your kid gonna do, they get this education and I'm gonna be there, you know, as a father figure to him don't you feel lied to him as a parent? To a certain extent, but I, I, I'd have to say this. Well, i got to hear this. I don't agree if, with that. What if, you it mean were me,
3: if it were me, I'm, I'd have to sit and put it into perspective. I don't have any control over what the coach does. Okay? He's promising me this. He's promising me that. Okay, that's fine. He's convinced me. I've made that decision to say, son, this is where I want you to go to school. I think this is your best opportunity because I think this guy right here is going to be a great influence for you. Okay, he's convinced me of that. Then he says, oh, I think I want to take this job somewhere else. How much control of that do I have? I can be mad about it, or, or I can jump up and stomp my feet and say, uh, unfair, not fair. You know, you tricked me. And and then tell me where that's going to get me. The only option I have is to convince my son, you know what? He might have been a great coach. Maybe we were tricked. I don't know. But your talent is not over. Your, your talent is not dead. You still have what you need in order to go where you want to go. So I'm going to try and convince my, my son to say, look, you stick this out. You get what this. You think they're going to get somebody in here who doesn't know anything about football? No. You're going to get another coach in here. He may be just as good. Small. So no, well, i I can't sit there and say that, you know, I'm going to be upset or I'm going to be mad and stomp my feet because the coach convinced me to send my kid to that school and he was going to take care of it because. Ultimately, I'm the one that's going to take care of it, not
2: that coach. Yeah, but I don't know how you can sit there and somebody come in your house and somebody come in your house and tell you, hey, when I have you this job, you'll be making this amount of money, you'll be doing all this and that. And you're like, okay, looking for it. And then next you know, the head boss is gone. And you're like, wait, well, I was promised. this, You tell me to a that you're going to say, that's Okay.
3: Well, I'm not saying that's okay, but if I, if, if I choose to do that, then it's on me. Love, it's on me. I'm the one that, that was convinced to do it. It's my decision. I had a good choice to make. Sometimes we make wrong choices. But what good is it going to do me to sit there and jump up and down and stomp my feet at this guy? Is that going to get me the job? Nope.
2: i got to get back on my bike and find another job. So I'll go get the one I quit. Come on, Terry. But you, seventeen, eighteen-year-old kid. Come on now. It's different than a adult. You know what I'm saying?
3: I understand, but that's what I'm saying. That's what I would have to do, was be to convince my kid. Look, you know what? We made a mistake. We made a bad choice. You know, there isn't anything we can do about what this guy chose to do. Okay, but we still got to make the best of it. I'm not gonna go play any hard, any, any less hard for anybody else. I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna sit back and not get in the weight room and get, and get prepared and, and get in shape to play because I have a vision on where I want to go. I'm not gonna let that guy be responsible for me not being successful. Yeah, you I tell these kids this you know, they get in there and they do they don't like the teacher. This teacher's this, this teacher's that. Are you going to let that teacher stop you from getting your education? You're just going to sit in class and not do nothing because you don't like them? You can't do that. You can't live your life that way.
2: I, I don't agree with your own yes, you on because because I gonna let you come and tell me <laughs> you're going to be there to take care of my son and, you know, and be there when he needs. And then next, you know, you take off on him. You uh-huh. Know? Just can't see that. I will uh, let him go somewhere else where I feel, you know what I'm saying?
3: Okay, well, what are you going to do then? Tell me what you would do.
2: To happen. I just said these coaches need to be accountable like the, the players are, you know. I mean, if you have a mall for these kids to go to school, get good grades, if the coaches sign a year or two of that school, you stay there and do that out. Am I wrong or right? I just like yeah. the NBA player of the NFL. I mean, you talked about that. Why are they asking for more money and their contract not up yet? And did uh-huh. we not argue about that, Terry? Yes, we did. We did. So why so is it right have- for what I- you're saying is okay and now you say that that player should play his contract out?
3: Is it morally okay, or is it legally okay? Is this world I mean, so morally anymore? These morals of, oh, of what right. society thinks is, is morally correct and morally wrong. You know what I mean? I mean, that's a moral issue. That's It's not illegal what he's doing. So how are you going to have him be held responsible for, for something that he did? He, he chose to leave after he convinced you to send your son to this school. He's going to take care of him. What are your options?
2: How are they going to, how, how are we going to hold
3: them responsible? I guess would be the question.
2: So you said, he's looking at the money thing, right? So money come, go, right? So you have mm-hmm. a young kid in college that's saying, hey, I can make more money selling dope and give me a little more money. What's wrong? That's the same thing. Are you saying? Is it morally right? No.
3: Right. But what do you, what, what are your, what's your alternative? I mean, what are you going to do, love, if, we, if we've got the situation to where a coach has convinced you to send your kid to this school and he's going to take care of him, and then the coach takes another job at a different school for whatever reason. It doesn't even have to be money. I mean, who knows? Maybe he got in trouble and was asked to resign. Is that different than him taking another job for more money? It doesn't make a difference. It doesn't change the situation. So my question, and, and I think your question is, we should hold these guys responsible, but how?
2: If they sign a contract, you do that contract. That's the same way we do, we say at football. These guys and these owners like, hey, you sign a four year contract for five million, you're gonna play for that until it's up. Am I right? So we not argue about sure, that?
3: Sure, absolutely.
2: You sign a contract, you play it out, then we talk about more later, right? Or you can right. go to another school. You don't jump in the middle of the year and go to another school. Right. Is that in the contract? I don't know. Is that in the contract? That's the no, question. come on now. Who's going to put that in the contract? Hey, um, um, Phil Jackson, if you find a better job in the middle of the year, just take off. Come on, Terry. hmm. That's why you have the contract to let them know, hey, this is what we want. Five years, sign a five year, this is what you get paid. Don't come mm-hmm. back in three years and say, hey, I play so good, I want a better contract. But we're talking about contracts and we're talking about, um, um, Obligation or, or, or that verbal verbal so commitment folks, we is what we're late. talking about. You know? Am I right? It's I, I like um, players sign contracts and kids sign scholarships, right? Right. You get a kid to sign a four year scholarship, they commit to that school for four years. They go to another school, what happens? They get they get punished for one year, they take a year from them, right? Okay. okay. you don't get no money or no year taken from them, that they can't coach. They go right into it, right? Right. So why the kids are more punishable than the coaches? There.
3: But who's who's responsible to hold these coaches responsible?
2: That's Is what I'm saying. I mean, that cool. these schools, where if you sign a two-year, you got to pay. Hey, you can't. You want to take another job? You can't coach for a year. You got to sit out a year. Just like the kids, they go to another school. They transfer from that one year for to another, they got shit out of you. They can't play right away, am I right? Right. So, yeah. are you saying that it go, be or whatever? What? It's wrong. Hello? Hello, I can hear you.
3: Yeah, it's wrong morally,
2: no matter what.
3: Right. I, I don't disagree.
2: But what, you what, I, what I'm asking case is, case. is what, what can you do about it? I mean, there's nothing you can do about it, right? <laughs> I'm yeah. just saying, you know, these coaches <laughs> should be held accountable just like the athletes, the students are accountable, you know? Yeah. Just be... like everybody complain, you know, college students should get paid. <laughs> everybody say no. But why Why shouldn't they? Right? Yeah. yeah. The coaches make it 700000 600000 a year. The kids doesn't get a, a scholarship with thirty forty thousand, 40000 you know?
3: Yeah.
2: I mean, that's I'm why they're surprised. That's, that's in life, right?
3: yeah that that's why it's no surprise when you know when kids are accused of of taking money or 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 whatever you know under the table some of these athletes or, or whatnot that's why it's not it's not surprising
2: I mean you see a lot of kids getting in trouble like you say out there selling drugs or doing something you know breaking mm-hmm. in people or getting these phone cards where they can call people you you see them doing all this because they don't have that you know money in college you know
3: yeah. Yeah, I know, and college is more expensive every year.
2: <laughs> yeah, and you got a you gotta young 17-year-old away from home, you know? Yeah, I know. That's hard on a kid there. I
3: know, and and, and a lot of it, you know, I mean, sometimes we have to hope and pray that, that, that what we've taught our kids as far as their morals and stuff... Um, Kick in when they when they get away from home. I mean that's that's what we try to do as parents is, is raise our kids to the point to where you know when they when they come into these situations that they make the right decisions and and um, you know and not make the make the bad choice.
2: Well Terry, we're we'll taking a break. We we'll come back. We're gonna start talking about the draft. Cause the draft is tomorrow. I want to hear your picks and my picks and see what we think. We never agree. Right. But I know it ain't gonna be agreeing on it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so we'll be back with Jay Levy the host of Love of Sports Talk and Nicole Sarah Jackson accidentally breaking ankles. We'll be right back.
0: <laughs> Your Internet flagship station for sports voice of America
1: sports. If you're looking for a radio show about boxing, you usually can't find one. Until you stop by the Voice America Sports Channel, tune in to Outside the Ring with former world lightweight champion and U.S. Olympian David Diaz. We'll deliver the knockout punches with our guests as we go inside the minds of today's top fighters. We'll throw in discussion of other sports as well from time to time. Outside the Ring with David Diaz airs every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time noon pacific on the voice america sports channel fantasy sports is where the action really is over 40 million people play fantasy sports but rarely do they get to quiz the experts fantasy insights is the name and the game
2: This is James Loving back with host for at That Sports Talk. It's always good to talk with my co-host Steve Jackson. We've already get it going, uh, when the season starts with the draft tomorrow, Terry. You ready? I'm ready. Well, I ain't gonna pick on you about the Cowboys and who they would need to get in the draft because if it was me, they need everything on their team, you know. So, I'm gonna leave that one alone for now. Of course. Leave that one alone because I don't want to get you started, you know. <laughs> but there, Terry, there's two players that, um. I mean, there's no, there's no if and or, about where they're going, and they're gonna be number one and number two. Andrew Luck from Stanford, quarterback, going to the Indianapolis coach. That's why they fished Peyton Manning out there, which they shouldn't have did, but I'm gonna leave that one alone, I'm let you. And then Robert Griffin III from Baylor, quarterback, young man, great talent, great young man, on and off the field, never been in any trouble, you know, and now the critics are attacking him a week before the, um the draft. I mean, saying he got a bad attitude. Come on man. Leave this kid alone. Let him go play the team and let the team inside. I know you got a lot to say about that there.
3: Well, I, yeah, I, I think it's 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 way unfair for um for them to, to, to put their mouth on, on him like that. I think that, you know, he's just coming out. He 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 has no idea what, what he's getting into. No no college player does. I mean they, they, they have somewhat of an idea but it's just totally different. And he's a young kid, he's a very intelligent and he's probably uh he has more intelligence than probably some of these analysts that are that are, <laughs> that are analyzing him uh in that way. But he's he's picked and choose in terms what he wanted to do. I mean he basically said, Okay, this is what I will do and this is what I won't do. Um, is that having a bad attitude or is that protecting himself? You know, I mean, these these guys coming out of college now are going to be a lot more smart about what they do because they've seen it happen. They've seen it happen to other players, you know. Um, and it's not uncommon for <clears throat> something negative to come out about either one of those guys, either Luck or uh, RG Tree, uh being that it's so close because you're always going to have that, Portion of people who, who who want to find the negative in something rather than than the positive. I mean, these guys are going one and two. We got Heisman Trophy Trophy winner. I mean, why 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 would they try to throw dirt
2: on that? I mean, I mean, Terry, why do you think the analyst does that? I mean, does I mean because you know they say nothing bad about Andrew Luck. They haven't said nothing bad about. Why didn't they attack these young kids? And they haven't even got there. You know, they had a great college, you know, year. No trouble in college. I could see there was the trouble on and off the field, you know. Like last year. Well, I think it was last year. When did y'all get dad's Bryant? Uh, Des Bryant, we got him two years ago. Des Bryant, Des Bryant. What's wrong me? But remember they came out while saying his mom was a prostitute. Like, that You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Why did attack these kids? They have nothing to do with what, you know?
3: Right. It's because everybody's entitled to their own opinion. And they're in a position to run their mouth. Um so anytime you have that, um you you're gonna have some negativity thrown thrown your way. You know, I I think it's a shame. Is it illegal? No. Is it morally wrong and ignorant? <laughs> Absolutely. Um but here we go again. You know, um I don't know why they do stuff like that, but it's because they have a mouth, love, and, and they're in a position, they gotta you know, they got a microphone in front of them and they can do that because, you know, they think they've had, they have some kind of clout or some something to say.
2: Well, I, I was a fortunate fortune talking to a young gentleman yesterday, Bob Borden, and we were talking about, you know, how Denver got Peyton and, you know, Indianapolis shipped Peyton Manning out of it because so they want this young guy, Andrew Luck. I can't see this, this, uh, Andrew Luck coming to Indianapolis and do what Peyton Manning did. Even if he is still hard, do you see that?
3: No, I don't see Andrew Luck doing it. I don't see RG3 doing it. At least not for a while. Um, this is gonna be a whole new, new ball game for them. And, and you know the history of, of uh, people coming out and having success their, their first one or two or maybe, maybe even three years. I mean, they're gonna have some success, but are they going to bring those teams up to a level <clears throat> to where they're going to be contenders uh, for playoffs? That's yet to be seen. I highly doubt it. History tells us probably not. But are they great players? Absolutely. They're wonderful college players. You know, uh, they're, they're the top of their class. That's why they're going one and two, and, you know, whoever the third pick's going to be, uh, who knows at what position. But these two guys. Um, Seem to shine above all the rest.
2: You know, Terry we got a caller online. line. Chuck, are you there? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How you doing today, Mister Chuck? I'm good, man. How about yourself? We can I always get an old, old, old opinion from you. You know, what I'm saying, the old man Chuck. What's up, Chuck Kinaboo? Oakland, in California. What's up, Chuck? Oh, man, just
0: drinking naughty juice, man, and running the hill. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, Chuck, we were talking about the draft and what we talked about, how they can uh, rip it to um, RJ Griffin, the third, the second, is it? Was well, the second? What's wrong with me?
0: There, third, the third, oh, the third. How they
2: can just say he got a bad attitude and they'll not say that about anybody else. What do you say about that, Chuck?
0: Well, you know, we still live in one of those interesting societies, man, where uh, if uh, things aren't going their way, uh, uh, they want to put a different spin on things. Uh, just to create, uh, news and, a, and a whirlwind in the media, uh, they have the power to do that, uh, just cause it brings more attention, it sells more papers, it, uh, it gives them something to talk about. You know, this guy has, uh, has a incredible football IQ. He's an incredible athlete. He's doing things outside of the, uh, the quote unquote traditional, uh, model. That a quarterback should do. I mean, you know, what what quarterback do you know that ran track? You know, hurdles and has the type of uh, athleticism that he has. Um, you, you just haven't heard of that. It ha- I don't think there's been one in the past. And so, uh, you know, this this gentleman has uh, and exudes a major amount of, of confidence, and he doesn't. He's been he's been brought up well, and he understands. Um, what his position is, and so he's not going to buy into some of the things that they would expect, especially with some of the turmoil that's taking place down there at Baylor, uh, on and off the field. So there's nothing really to, to talk about, because uh, positive news and positive media doesn't really sell as well as me- negative, and uh, that's just my take on it.
2: Well you know what, Chuck, I'm glad you're there. Terry he he hit on it a little bit. I wanna get your opinion because me and Terry I kinda didn't agree with Terry Sand to go back to you know, uh did we play with we played for John L. Smith, didn't we Chuck?
0: Smith, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. How in the these coaches not being accountable uh for staying at a school when you have a young man like me and Terry Sand, you had the coaches come into your house and tell your kid they're gonna be there and then they take off and leave the kid. But the kid leave the school, they get penalized a year from not playing. Why is that, you know, fair, Chuck?
0: Well, the, well, it's not fair. It's, it's, there's nothing about that scenario that's fair and it's all about big business. You know, it's like if you look at the political arena, you know, why are, why are we still using, uh, you know, the type of energy that we're using? You know, it's because the business model from pre, from, from, from previous Is all about greed and profit, the bottom line. You know, but now here's something new comes along. I've been studying and talking to some business partners of mine about renewable energy and they found a business model that works well. It could, it could affect your profit, it could affect your bottom line and it could save the, it could save the planet but the old powers that be don't want to hear nothing about that cuz one they figure they won't be around they really don't care. They don't care about their children's children and so they just uh, uh they're just basically concerned about today. And so when a coach comes in and sits across from you know the, the athlete and his family and blatantly lies in their face and no one in a hold them accountable because you have these these lobbyists, you have these alumni, you have these people that are paying those contracts and all they're interested in is winning now. You know, love like the way we got to Wyoming was, you know, a coach that was uh, only interested in his he and his well-being, and they wanted to come in and turn the program around right then and there. And because we only went five hundred, you know, he 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 was like a uh, a breeze in the midnight wind, and was out of there, and we didn't find out until we. Report it. Well, for those of you like, uh, for those of, uh, uh those athletes like you who had to stay all summer. <laughs> 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 See, well, I'm gonna still get you, man, whether it's on the field or off the field, man. You can't win, man. Okay. <laughs> I can't, I can't. not You said that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's all the love, baby, it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do nothing that one. What? I mean, you're speaking? I want to say, because I was a mom, I do missionary meeting, okay? <laughs> 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 oh,
3: <man>. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but Chuck, I think you're absolutely right. I mean, you, you're, 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 you I was not in, expecting in that, part. and that's you know that's kind of what we were hitting on. There is no recourse. You know, what, what do you do? And 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 when it becomes big business, it's not only big business in college, but it's big business in the pros um, as well. And, and it's a win now attitude. That's that's the way people design their teams. Um you, you can't sit there and say that the Colts are designing their team to do a win now, drafting, uh, drafting luck. So, yeah. you know, you, you got some of those guys that are saying, okay, we want to build on this. But for the most part, when these guys are drafting up and they're, and they're, you know, trying to change these teams, or are getting this free agent, and getting that free agent, it's about winning now because yeah. that's
0: what's going to pay. Well, here's, here's, here's what I look at when I look at the Indiana, Indianapolis Coach, you know, um, the I think the the the, the beneficiary that, that is in the best position is Denver, you know, because they're going to get ticket sales, you know, and they got a shot at you know making some things happen in their division. Uh, mm-hmm. The Indianapolis Colts, you know, they're looking to drive ticket sales. Yeah, they think that Andrew Luck is good enough, but you know he's a good athlete, uh, but he ain't seen nothing yet. I mean, they, these horses are bigger, faster, and stronger, and the game's going to be put in you know warp ten. To him, and is he sharp enough? Yeah, I, I give Andrew uh, a, a lot of credit. You know, he's a he's a gifted uh, athlete. You know, he's he's very smart. But you know, it's it's like uh, those boxers that say, "Hey, coach, you know, you could tell me all about Mike Tyson all you want. and We study all the film until that fool hits you. You right. know, once he, you know, I'm getting hit out here, man." so yeah. you can't you can't uh game plan against that and and so winning now may not be necessarily on the scorebook bu- uh scoreboard but it, it means winning in the pocketbook uh they're mm-hmm. going to win uh financially uh just with ticket sales and and this carnival type mentality that these guys have and I'm sure that 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 family wants to um, get some some wins on the win column but they're looking at the financial gain that Andrew Luck is going to bring to them, being the top quarterback he is.
2: Right. You know
0: what, Terry? And Chuck, we only
2: got four minutes, but I want to get y'all take on this before we leave. But I swear I wasn't going to say this on this show, but I got to. You know, I want to get y'all input on. They sent Tebow will be on special team now. What is going on with this kid? They don't know where they want him. What do you guys think about that? <laughs>
3: this, Terry. What I think about that is, is that Tebow can do and will do whatever they want him to do. That's the kind of kid he is. Um, he's a hard-working kid, and he wants to play football, and he wants to win. So he's going to do whatever. Now, would I use him on special teams? No, I wouldn't. But they got to get him in the game because they have him. And with his work ethic and and when everything is hard as he's working, they're going to have to give him some time. They don't, probably don't know where to give him time at. Uh, they don't want to take away from Mark Sanchez, uh, but they're going to have to give him
2: some time. What do you think, Chuck?
0: I agree. Um, special teams is not, uh, a good spot for him. I mean, although he's an athlete, he, he's an athlete that, that, uh, they didn't have, a, uh, there wasn't a prototype quarterback. And and he had the athleticism and, and the the intellect to play that position. He understands football, so he just ended up in that position. Um, having him on the field with Sanchez, hey, it is um, uh, if, if they can work that in with uh, the being creative, then then they'll, they'll have something. Uh, because hey, even though the game is bigger and faster, uh, there are some defensive, some offensive minds that can catch the off uh, the defense slipping here and there and and make it work for him but i i do first and for first and foremost think it is a carnival mentality uh in in a way to bring more attention and press because that's mm-hmm. how that head coach is
2: mm-hmm. you know what i'd like to do next week if you're available chuck and terry Let's take Terry, um, you a Cowboys fan. Chuck, what fan are you? What team?
0: Man, you know where I'm from, man. I'm from Oakland, yeah. man.
2: Oakland. Okay. <laughs> let's do this. If you have time next week, let's, my um, Eagles, well, after the draft, we get the teams. Where, uh my team pick, and we'll, like, talk about what we think of each pick, what uh, our team pick. Oh, that's
0: out. Okay, I- I'm good with that.
2: And we'll do that. Terry, you do Cowboys. Chuck, you do Raiders. All you will going to be talking about, Chuck, is the fighting and the stabbing. Y'all do. <laughs> <laughs> and Terry, all you're going to be talking about is uh, whatever. Dallas ain't nothing. But we'll do that next week. And we'll uh, the team, you know, the players, we fix and We'll talk about how we think, what they're going to do, and all like that. That sounds good, guys? Sounds good. Sounds good. And uh, we'll see you next week, Chuck. And I got to call you, Chuck. I'm going to call you this afternoon, too. But, but, um, man, don't say that on my air, the man. We to got millions of listeners. I was not I was only one in summer school, Chuck. You I were there, was there with me with in, that, in that beginner's um, volleyball class.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you in that remedial math class. You <laughs> know, <laughs> <laughs> so call me, love. I got some money to donate to your family. <laughs> I you know,
2: know. I heard. we ain't told me. <laughs> uh, yeah. Let me call you, Chuck. Well, thanks coming on, Chuck Kim. And again, we got Ted Jackson calls. We'll be back next week.